Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine the knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will be discussing notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implication of the law as it evolves in India. This podcast focuses on beware of sharks in the water navigating trade in a world of sanctions. On 24th February 2022, Russian tanks and troops rolled into Ukraine, thus triggering the beginning of the ongoing conflict in the Ukraine region and putting an end to the months of speculation regarding the possibility of war. Western nations like the European Union, United Kingdom and the United States of America, who have been supporting Ukraine in the war, have adopted several political, military and economic measures to weaken Russia with the objective of turning the tide. Among the numerous measures adopted by the West, the war has brought into focus the use of sanctions as an instrument to penalize Russia and its allies such as Belarus. While sanctions as an instrument are well known among political and economic institutions in the West, comparatively little attention has been paid to the Western sanctions by businesses in India. Characterized as instruments for achieving Western policy objectives, the implications for Indian businesses remains less understood. This podcast attempts to shed light on the nature and extent of Western sanctions and why Indian businesses should provide more attention to their implications on Indian business interests. Origin and Nature of Sanctions The imposition of global sanctions against Iraq in the 1990s to penalize it for invading Kuwait probably popularized today's contemporary notions of sanctions. However, the use of sanctions as a punitive instrument goes back all the way to the times of the ancient Greek where they used to retaliate against the warring neighbors. In modern times, the United States has been one of the prominent users of the sanctions, having used it for decades to do act against unfavorable regimes of their policies. In modern times, the United States has been one of the prominent users of sanctions, having used it for decades to act against unfavorable regimes or their policies. The sanctions adopted by countries such as the United States are different from the ones adopted by the Security Council of the United Nations UN, in that the former are unilateral in nature while the latter are multilateral in nature. Further, while unilateral sanctions are instruments of domestic law, UN sanctions are instruments of international law and binding upon all UN members. An important aspect of sanctions is that the targets are not limited to countries but even particular individuals and organizations, government or private, can become the target of sanctions. Another distinguishing feature is that the unilateral sanctions are autonomous in nature, that is, they are based on national policy objective. 
On the other hand, non-aligned countries like India enforce sanctions to implement United Nations Security Council resolutions. They do not have a formalistic or autonomous regime of sanctions based on their own policy objectives. Though India has taken its own tough measures in challenging moments, for example by imposing tariffs of 200% on imports from Pakistan, whether these measures can constitute sanctions is debatable. Another classification of sanctions is based on their applicability. While a country may sanction a particular country, organization or individual, the obligation to comply with such sanctions is usually on the subjects connected to the country imposing the sanctions, such as individual citizens of the sanctioning countries, companies incorporated in the sanctioning countries, etc. Such sanctions are called primary sanctions. In case of sanctioning countries like the United States, their ambition to penalize the sanctioned entities can be far-reaching. With the objective to increase the focus of their action, these sanctioning countries may even impose sanctions on third countries' entities unrelated to the primary sanctioned entity. Such sanctions are called secondary sanctions. A prominent example is the United States countering America's adversaries through the Sanctions Act CATSA, that penalizes third countries for engaging in military transactions with, amongst others, Russia. Overview of Legal Framework for Unilateral Sanctions Most unilateral sanction regimes that exist today are adopted by Western countries. The United States has an advanced and complex system of sanctions that towers in comparison to non-autonomous sanction regimes. In case of countries like the United States, there may be multiple legislations that authorize the US government to impose sanctions on transactions including export and import of goods, services and investments in sanctioned entities. The unilateral sanctions framework administered by such countries are rigorous and vast in scope, applicability and coverage. In fact, where sanctioned items are exported to third countries, the sanction laws also impact such transactions if there is knowledge that such sanctioned items are destined to the sanctioned country. The penalties imposed for violating sanctions includes fines and imprisonment and can be severe depending on the violation. Interestingly, these sanction laws allow businesses to disclose inadvertent violations of sanctions which can mitigate the quantum of probable penalties. More importantly, such sanctions are not prohibitions but instead are restrictions which means that transactions such as exports where sanctions are otherwise attracted can be made under valid license obtained from the competent authority. Extraterritorial reach of unilateral sanctions One of the biggest concerns that has arisen in connection to unilateral sanctions is their extraterritorial applicability to citizens and subjects outside of their legal jurisdiction and unaffiliated to subjects in the sanctioning country, such as being a subsidiary of a company incorporated in the sanctioning country. In fact, 
under the american sanction regime the prohibition on engaging in sanctions related conduct extends to any person a term which has been defined to include citizens not just of the united states but also citizens of a foreign country though the legal recognition of such extraterritorial applicability of domestic laws under the framework of international law is highly debatable their operation in practice presents a different picture the following cases may illustrate this point in october 2022 a united states district court indicted formally charging three latvian citizens and a latvian incorporated company for allegedly attempting to export a dual use export controlled item manufactured in the us to russia in violation of us export restrictions latvian authorities assisted the united states in making arrests and preventing the exports of the goods to russia in september 2022 the us government sanctioned a mumbai based company for facilitating the trade of petrochemical products between iranian producers and chinese purchasers it was reported that such action was the first against an indian company in an iran related sanction further even from a jurisprudential point of view us court decisions such as united states versus zarab and united states versus tajdin have affirmed the extraterritorial applicability of us sanction laws to non us persons conclusion and implications for indian businesses the advent of globalization has brought with it both benefits and risks for indian businesses which are today more interconnected globally than ever while globalization has opened opportunities for indian businesses to access markets beyond the west the current global political climate has increased the legal risk and the costs of doing business with such markets while the risks are obvious but not precisely defined for indian companies who are either branches or subsidiaries of companies headquarters or based in the west the risks may be unknown for unaffiliated indian companies who are intermediaries in the transactions that may connect sanctioning countries and sanctioned entities these risks are heightened in light of the extraterritorial applicability of such sanction laws though one may legally debate the appropriateness of countries to extend the applicability of unilateral sanctions beyond their territorial jurisdictions practical considerations warrant that indian businesses should at least be aware of the legal implications of any violation of sanction laws though this may necessitate a higher level of legal due diligence and caution on part of indian businesses the cost of making informed decisions far outweigh the cost of potential liability under unilateral sanction laws Thank you for taking the time to listening to this series. We would love to hear your feedback, comments and questions about the episode. You can write to us at podcast@lakshmishree.com to know more. You can even suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Do check out our website www.lakshmishree.com. 
which has been linked in the episode description below to keep abreast with relevant legal updates. We hope you will be joining us next week.